I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano along with Josh Reed. What's up fellas? Hogwash time. How you it doing, is. Andrew? I'm fine. What do you think oh, about a new shirt? Hold on. It's new? My, yeah, I bought it to, I bought it the other day at Old Navy. Dragon Ball Z. Repping the Dragon Ball Z. Old Navy sells Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Two for $20. Wait, how old are you? Uh, 16 going on 37. 37. I don't mean the Dragon Ball Z shirt, certainly. I'm wearing a Marvel shirt. Man. But Old Navy? <laughs> you still go to Old oh, Navy? Oh, no. This, uh, well, I do shop at Old Navy. No, this was actually at Kohl's. Okay. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way this gets sold at Old Navy. No, but I bought my Selena shirt at Old Navy. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And it was a unisex Selena shirt. <laughs> a unisex? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't gone to Old Navy since I was like a teenager. I don't go to Old Navy. I, 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 I online shop. Who goes places and shops anymore? Okay. So you, you bought a t-shirt on Kohl's.com? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It was two for 20. So I got this one and I got a Star Wars shirt. Well, don't spoil uh, You spoiled Spoil it. it. You won't know what type though. But yeah. Darth Vader? Rep- no. Got Grogu? a rep Dragon Ball Z. No. It's Grogu? No. Mm. Were you a Dragon Ball Z fan? No. Really? Okay. Hmm. No, most of my friends were. That's awesome. I never really got. I never really got into anime. Period. There's some good anime out there. Not everything is top. I liked. Um, oh God, Speed Racer when I was a kid. <laughs> That's old school anime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did the not. Car- you know Speed the cartoon. Racer. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty old. School. I tried watching the movie that came out. What was that? Ten years ago. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I watched. I'm not gonna. It was probably the least amount of time I've ever watched a movie. <laughs> that I watched like 60 seconds and I was like, I'm going to have a seizure. Like I, I turned it off. I, I couldn't. That That's interesting. I, okay. Like I, I was so annoyed by the brightness and just everything. I, I hated what I was looking at. I was like, I can't watch this. I'm going to fucking go insane. I had that same reaction, not about uh, the Dragon Ball Z movie, because I, I did not watch that one, because that looked terrible. So I decided not to watch that. But Spaceballs. I tried to watch Spaceballs once, and I watched maybe two minutes of it, and I was like, nope. Oh, Spaceballs is great. Can't do it. Won't do it. Spaceballs mm-hmm. is amazing. Nope. Couldn't get past the first scene. I was like, nope. I'm out E3000, and I rolled. See, again. I ended up watching some type of Pixar movie or something like that. <laughs> you went from Spaceballs <laughs> to Toy Story. To Toy Story. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. Great choice, No, it's Josh. a parody of, of Star Wars. I know, but it was just so dumb. John so Candy. Dumb. No, I can't do it. Mel Brooks. Couldn't do it. There's, I, there has not been a Mel Brooks movie that I've watched so far that I've liked. Blazing Saddles? I mean, it was it was it was okay. It wasn't something I liked. It's not something I'm gonna watch again. It's just I haven't really watched many Mel Brooks good movies. See, this is why people don't like you. I tell the truth. I think there's people out there that are the same way, Andrew. I know we got a lot of stuff we're gonna talk about on Hogwash, but I, you know, I, I think there's a, a good bit of people out there that have the same feeling about watching Mel Brooks movies. They're not as funny. As uh, as people claim to be, Spaceballs Ever- is great. I haven't watched it in a while, but I I loved it when I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times. 
Did you watch it by yourself? I watched it by oh, myself. It's a comedy. You're not supposed to watch comedies by yourself for the first time. Well, Andrew, I'm a single man. I watch a lot of movies by myself. <laughs> I'm not talking about your porn preferences. Oh, Lord Jesus. Is that why? Because it didn't get you excited? Okay, okay look. Uh, I'm pulling up Mel Brooks's, uh, Mel Brooks's movie here. The only yeah. movie that I've liked so far uh, that I've watched... Robots was actually really good. I like Robots. Wait, how um, is that a... That's not a Mel Brooks, uh, Mel Brooks movie, Robots. Is it? It was pretty good. It's a cartoon. Yeah, but it was pretty good. Uh, Robin Hood, Men, Men in Tights. That was yes. amazing. Yes, see? That was amazing. Get smart, man. Enough with the mash shit. Have an opinion about something. <laughs> okay, not good. Dracula, not good. Spaceballs, couldn't even get into it. Uh, the producers, I didn't like. Little Rascals, Little Rascals <laughs> was fine. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't, don't see very many great movies on here, Andrew. He produced... Oh, well, you got to look at like stuff he's written. So he did write Get Smart, or the characters. Yeah, I don't know about that robots thing. I think he was just the voice in the robots The voice cartoon. in the robots? That was actually a good one. It had Drew Carey in it. That's such a good, wholesome movie. History of the World? Have you seen that? History of... No. Yeah, that's funny. Is young, that a black young, and white movie? Young Frankenstein? No. No. Never saw Young Frankenstein? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. You're just, you know, maybe it's too intelligent for you. That's the problem. A too highbrow for me? Yeah. High, it's not. It's the lowest of brows. No, look. Okay. I like smart things. I'm a very smart, intelligent person. I just started watching Billions. Billions, a very, very good drama that I just found out about. Really good. Mel Brooks, not great. I don't even know what that is, but... It's good. You're stupid. It's good Anyways, uh, yeah. There's a lot to talk about this week. A lot of hogwash. A lot of Hollywood hogwash. And we're going to start things off with trailers. Right. A lot of trailers came out this past week. And we're going to start with the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. All right. And we're going to watch it right now together. We're going to watch it together. Josh hasn't even seen these I've yet. I've not seen it yet. Here we go. The fight is done. We lost. Yoda quit. He just fucking quit and left. Look, young Anakin. Stay hidden. No, he's watching Luke. Luke, sorry, Jesus. (laughs) I love that song. Does that mean Darth Maul's coming back? The key. That's like the Darth Maul song, basically. Jedi. Oh man, just patience. It's dark. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi Code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? Her eyes. 
This looks really good, Andrew. I know. Can we fast forward to May 25th? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm super excited. That looks, I mean, like movie quality stuff right there. What I want to know is why did they put... I know it's not called like Darth Maul's theme, but like that's the song that plays when they're fighting Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. I've loved that song. Like that's Duel of the Fates. Yeah. And it looks so like it's going to have some real good villains in it. Not like any of the bullshit villains in Boba Fett, you know? Right. It looks like we're going to have a really good solid cast. Yeah, this might be this this might end up being like the best Star Wars thing ever that they've ever done. It looks really it looks that good. Mandalorian Hunting Jedi. was good, but you know, I think this one's going to be better. Yeah. Ewan McGregor is re- is replaying his role so they didn't have to Worry about recasting him. You and, and probably great. doesn't have shitty dialogue this time. <laughs> what I'm curious about is it seems like there's a ton of Siths. Right. Right? Right. And Yoda always said, like, there's, all, there's always two. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but it looks like there's way more than two. Yeah. Because Darth Vader's in it. They released an image of... Hayden Christensen in the Darth Vader outfit. It just looks like Darth Vader, obviously. Mm. I'm so confused about that. Mm-hmm. Like, why Why is he even in the Darth Vader costume if we're not going to see his face? Yeah, there's really no point for it, right? So I guess we'll see. Again, I'm assuming flashbacks. But they they haven't shown, you know, Darth Vader in, in video yet. They just re- released an image of him. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's Darth Vader. But the Duel of the Fates makes me think, like, are they going to have Darth Maul come back or something because well not only that in the you know in the cartoon he comes back to life and at the end of the Han Solo movie it's revealed that he's still alive right so it's like all right you could totally bring him back and this could be like at the you know the almost the peak of the empire too cuz the empire looked like it was pretty pretty freaking strong yeah. in a couple of these scenes and well, they're, they're is... going to have a, a character with a spinning lightsaber yeah. A spinning lightsaber seems amazing. Right. And it's also, I guess it's like, depending on how old Luke is supposed to be in that video, like six, seven years old, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's six or seven years from Revenge of, yeah. the, from Revenge of the Sith. Right. So it's been a while. So, yeah, I'm excited. That looks really good. Mm-hmm. May 25th. Really good. <clears throat> Looks really good. Uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy told Entertainment Weekly that the original scripts were too bleak and were scrapped in favor of a more hopeful, uplifting story. (laughs) I think that's good. I mean, this, again, what they've done here, this trailer, was fantastic. I'm very excited for this. Interesting. So by too bleak, I wonder if they thought it was like maybe a little bit too dark for this universe or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because Mandalorian and Boba Fett are... That's after um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Those are after Return... This is... Now we're going way back. So it'll be interesting to see if they try to connect those shows because, mm-hmm. you know, but we'll see. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. That that was just like a minute and a half. And it's like right. totally hooked me. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm bought. I'm and, bought and in. And without even showing Darth Vader, like what he's going to be doing. and Right. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Next trailer. Hopefully it goes up from here. Or is it going down from here? Have you no, seen No, these all look great. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, season three of The Boys. Oh, Lord Jesus. This the is boys. the official trailer. Love The Boys. Here we go. 
There he is. Oi! <laughs> give me, give me, give me some time to think. I'm in the back. He's got powers? Yeah. Facing the mirror is all I need. He got arrested for like a assaulting a flight attendant or something. He got arrested for something. Homelander. So he's he's a bad guy in real life too. <laughs> He's Homelander. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very entertaining. What I didn't see there was... I can't wait for that as well. Oh, there's more. Hold oh, on. Oh, there's more. Oh, Wolverine. Who is that? That's a new character, right? Everyone's, like, excited for Soldier Boy. He's the one that kind of looks like Captain America. Mm, okay. Like, apparently he's a big deal. But, yeah, um... Well, the one what's th the main character? What's Carl Urban's name on the show? He's a, he has laser eyes. Right. Uh, the fish guy fish is like guy. having sex, but he's looking at like an octopus to uh. get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a real life Aquaman. Yeah. And Homelander's son <laughs> is in it. Uh, looks great. But the one thing we didn't see in that trailer uh, was the Alexia uh, Cortez, uh, you know, the oh, yeah. the senator lady. Because that was the big cliffhanger last year. Yeah. It was that we finally found out that she's the one that's squashing people's she's heads. She's the one that was blowing everyone's heads Yeah, up. so we didn't see that. And in this trailer, it looks like they're going to be even fucking gorier than normal. I, I mean, mean, I don't know how that's possible. The show but is always pretty gory. Pretty gory. Yeah. But really looking forward to it. Love Starlight, love Huey, you know that uh -huh. that will there won't they? What are you talking the Jack about? Jack and Diane. They did. They did it. Yeah, but maybe they had get, sex. Maybe Josh. they're gonna get back together again. They kissed in the trailer. Of course they are. I miss that. We gotta watch it again, Andrew. No, we don't. Oh, it was it's really not a. Good. Will, you can't say will they won't they when they've had sex or will they won't they again? Because they kind of broke up and you know they. I don't know. They're always teetering back. You just and want forth. to see them have sex again? Is that I what do. it is? I do. Yeah. You know, we're going to be talking about a sex tape later, but I kind of want to see that sex tape. <laughs> uh, yeah, season three drops uh, June third. Man, this is going to be action packed but it's, summer. It's Amazon, so it's gonna. It all comes at once. Oh. So we'll have to do something like two episodes a week. You know. I think right. we're, yeah, we're all, we're gonna binge watch it all in one week, but we're <laughs> gonna go back every week and do two episodes. Well, because I'll be honest. I'm not going to have any self-control, Andrew. I'm going to watch it all on a weekend. <laughs> Come on. If I could do it, you could do it. Oh, it's so we, good, we should ask. We should ask our fans how fast they're going to watch it. And then maybe we'll just do it the same way. 
like a vote. That's like two a week, three a week. There's no, there's not that many. There's only like eight episodes, right? It's not long. Those those seasons are never long. They're they're never long, but they go by so quickly, Andrew. And they hook you, and you want to watch the next yeah, episode. They, they go by quickly because they're short. Yeah, well, they're like forty minute episodes. You know, forty fifty minutes. They're not that entirely short. Yeah, the, but it's eight episodes. We'll watch them in eight episode chunks, <laughs> <laughs> all in one week. I mean, we could do... I don't know, man. We'll see. I'll, I'll be honest. I think the only way I could avoid not watching them all at once is if we did, like, a live one here. Like, if I have to come here and watch them two, uh-huh. two at a time. Just pretend only two come out at, at uh, once. That's, that's all you have to do. I, I, do. Do the fans out there, do they have the self-control? I, I don't know. When you see something great, you just watch them all at once. Like, if Pam and Tommy came all at once... I ended up watching it all at once, but you know, <laughs> I think I would have watched them all at once and not weeks at a, a week at a time. Well, you have a podcast to do, buddy. Yeah, podcast. You got to have some self control. We'll see what the fans say. If they want to watch it all in one fucking week, okay, fine. Or maybe two weeks, four maybe episodes weeks, a four week, four episode blocks. It's mm. not bad. Let us know what you guys want to do. Let us know. We're totally stoked. For the boys. Yes. The boys is probably one of my favorite shows out there. It's really, really good. Hardcore yeah. shit. Uh, another one of our favorite shows. They finally released their trailer. Oh, my trailer. God. This is amazing after amazing after amazing. I know. What a week it's been. Season six, Better Call Saul, the final season. Let's take a look. Twins. Do you ever feel like you're being followed? Los Boyos Hermanos. Well, you know what they say. The wicked flee when no man pursueth. You think we're wicked? Oh, boy. The day... Here to see Saul Goodman. <laughs> Everyone raises their hands. I love how this has just become Breaking Bad. <laughs> Essentially, a guy, right? What guy's that? Salamanca's guy. Uh oh. Oh, Lalo. Building case against Jimmy. I'm just getting warmed up. Fucking Howard. No one knows what we're doing. Except for us. Whatever happens next. I'm getting too old. It's not going to go down the way you think it is. Who's that? Who's the other guy in front of Lalo? Who is? Maybe a... Probably someone he's about to murder. Maybe, yeah. This whole season to me is just like, it's Lalo out for blood. He's going to kill everyone. Obviously, he's not going to kill Jimmy, but... Right. Gus eventually, I guess, must kill him or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I would guess. I would imagine. I would guess Mike kills him. 
or Mike. Because yeah. Mike's oh, a badass. That's going to be a badass scene. But like, <laughs> Lalo is so good. Yes. I mean, and you kind of don't want him to die because he's so awesome. Him escaping from his compound yeah. was fucking amazing right. in the final season. It seems like six years ago when that season took place. Well, yeah, it was it was over two. It was two years ago. It, it, that that season came out right before COVID, like right before lockdown happened in right. the U.S. And this, and it was delayed because uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy had a, uh, Bob Odenkirk had a heart attack. Right? Is that why it was pushed back, or was it just COVID entirely? Um, he did have he did have that heart attack on set. Yeah, right. So, but mm. he was only off for I think like maybe a week or two, so it didn't push it back that much. Man, looks so good, and I, it does. It doesn't seem like we're gonna get any Jesse or um, or Walter cameos. Well, but I don't know. If, I don't know if you really need it. I think we can go through the entire series without having a cameo. Yeah, I mean, the show is strong enough. I am gonna be disappointed when it ends because this is one of my favorite universes as well, the Breaking Bad universe. They're gonna connect it somehow. You know, maybe not a Walt thing because they didn't meet until Breaking Bad, but. Mm-hmm. He could like he could be on his office and then someone throws a bag of blue meth on his table. You know what I mean? They could do oh, something right. like that. Bring it to you know present day as the movie as the uh, yeah. Breaking Bad starts. Yeah, like, oh, got to keep an eye on these guys or something like that. Type right. Of bullshit. But we also have you know every season they show us the black and white footage of the future. Right. So we still have to resolve that too. Mm. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Very interesting. I'm very excited. Season yeah. premiere April 18th will be the first Ooh, half. coming. Coming soon. It'll be the first half, and then there's a six-week break, and then the second half. That's right. Only six weeks this year. Right yeah. There. Not bad. Right. So, yeah, buddy. So, are we going to get any other anything else in this universe, do you think? Uh, are we going to get a Jesse... I know we had El Camino, but are we going to get a Jesse and maybe no. the uh, Alaskan Frontier or... As soon as this ends, this really closes the chapter. Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad was Jesse's origin story. Well, what are we going to see Jesse in high school failing? And Walt's no, 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 like, no, no. come on, Je- Jesse! <laughs> you got an F! Jesse, pay attention! That, that would that's be good. stupid. Maybe that's-, that's an SNL sketch. That's not a TV show. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant Jesse in the future. He goes, Walter goes home, and how was work, Walt? He's like... Fucking Jesse Pinkman. Well, listen to me. Jesse Pinkman character. He'll never amount to anything. Oh, we could get like Jesse Pinkman and the origin of him being a drug dealer. Like, no, that's I, not. I really can't cut it out in this uh, this high school high school class. So I'm gonna drop out and uh, no. I'm gonna be a drug dealer now. Woo-hoo. No, he's forty now. Oh, fair. It's just like Mike. Mm. Mike can't keep doing these prequels. He's getting older. <laughs> He's getting older as we go back in time. <laughs> Mike is 70 and now he's playing a 45-year-old. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I think that wraps it up, man. Oh, man. It's, not everything has to be Marvel where it's spin-off after spin-off. I guess you're right. Yeah, and they killed, you know, they killed Gus, so you can't I mean, have like they, a Gus If they spin-off. wanted to, they could do like a Lalo prequel of when he was in like him in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Before Saul. Or the Salamancas, like a Salamanca prequel, just like how the Salamancas came to power. Yeah, but we already know that. that. We already we saw plenty of flashbacks in Breaking Bad. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, Well, it's gonna be a good series. For sure. Can't wait. April eighteenth. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. Damn, three good trailers. 
Man, I've, I've, we're on a roll here, Andrew. And we got Moon Knight in like, uh, what, the end of March, Moon Knight's coming out. Yeah, two weeks, right? Two weeks? Uh, we're Like this show and then two more shows and then we'll be reviewing Moon Knight. Mm, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Shit's coming down. All right, so Warner Brothers, you know, we're excited. These are all TV shows we're excited about. But uh, in terms of films, Warner Brothers announced multiple delays in their upcoming DC films. <sighs> they can't get anything right. Uh, I don't really. Well, this all has to do with COVID. You know, it really does. Aren't aren't we past that? I don't want it to get into a COVID show or whatever. But I mean, we're past that as a society now, right? No. Hollywood has its own, I guess, rules, I guess. Well, uh, I think they pushed these back because they're hoping that maybe another year will go and then people will go back to the movies. No, people's people aren't ever going back to the movies. Never? I don't think so. It's okay. I went to see uh, Batman yeah. again with my brother yesterday on uh, Saturday and there were like six people in the theater. And this was Batman. Right. You know, and this was a good movie. It still made too. a lot of money, but sure. not as much as it would have made yeah. pre-COVID, obviously. And, you know, I think that's one reason why they want to put it on the streaming service, too. Because, you know, people do want to see it, but people just aren't going to the movie theaters. Yeah. After a week or two in the box office, after that, no one's not watching it. Not a week it. or two. Well, okay. I mean, it's made $400 million worldwide. Yeah. It's not like it hasn't done well. Well, yeah, I'm just saying... But, I mean, DC League of Super Pets, you know, who knows if that's going to do so well. That was scheduled for May 20th, I don't think so just two months away, and they moved it to July 29th. I don't know if there's any amount of pushing back that's going to make that any better. No. I mean, it's a kid's movie. The, the parents will take the kids to see it. Sure. You're going to take Leo to see that? If he wants to go, they okay. fucking put Batman in the movie. Keanu Reeves is playing Batman. So maybe. Hmm. Okay. I'm not interested in it, but if he wants to see it, I'll go if he asks me to take him. Uh, Black Adam was pushed back from July 29th to October 21st. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom uh, should have been canceled, but it was moved from December 16th to March 17th of next year. <laughs> and The Flash has the biggest jump, which <laughs> figures, <laughs> figures because it's the one everyone wants to see the most because right. Michael Keaton is back. Man again. Uh, so we're going to see Michael Keaton Batgirl before we're going to see Michael <laughs> Keaton in The Flash? Probably not. Batgirl's probably getting pushed back to uh. But The Flash is moving from November 4th to June 23rd of 2023. Get the fuck out of here. This is why Marvel crushes DC. Because DC can't get anything right. Marvel has a schedule... No, aside, that's aside, not true. Aside from, aside from Michael Morbius, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. everything else is no. on schedule. Uh, two months ago on this show, we were like, Thor's been pushed back six months. <laughs> I don't believe it. It happens. <laughs> they pushed all their movies back, ah. too. Yeah. So that's like seven months for the Flash one. That is. We were like, oh, we were going to see Michael Keaton in November of this year. Wow. Now it's June of next year? Over a, That's like a year and four months. Uh <laughs> Maybe, a year and three months. Maybe uh, Michael Keaton is doing a lot of things in this movie, and they're making sure he's like physically capable to do everything. They already filmed this. He's getting in shape. They already filmed this movie. They're, they're doing a ton of reshoots to make it look even more badass. I mean, they always do reshoots, but... I, no, when they delay everything, 
there's a reason for that. <sighs> uh, Shazam, though, it moved up. Shazam Fury of the Gods is the only movie to move up. Go figure. Uh, it went from June 2nd of 2023 to December 16th of this year. Oh, my birthday. Okay. Oh, there you go. And as of right now, Avatar 2 is coming out the same day. So I don't know how smart of that is. If one of them is moving, and I guess it's not going to be Avatar. Well, but they just announced that Shazam moved to December 16th. Oh, yeah. Now, mm. pre-COVID, Christmas Day was the busy, is the busiest day um, in the movies, like right. movie theaters. Every mm. movie gets sold out. So maybe they're just hoping it goes back to that, where it's like, Mommy, Daddy, I want to see Avatar 2. Well, it's fucking sold out, so we're going to go see Shazam. <laughs> Yeah, there's only but be Avatar two, 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 two movies in like a 16 movie theater. Yeah, you're either going to see Avatar or <laughs> I mean Avatar two. It's that'll be 13 years. I'm not interested right. in seeing it again. Avatar one came out in December of 2009. Yeah, now we're in 2022. I still think Avatar two will do good though. It'll it'll oh, beat yeah. out. Yeah, people are going to want want to see it. It'll I'm, do better than Shazam. Way better. I'm sure the 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 cinematography is going to be amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I never really liked it in the beginning or the first one. So I really liked it when it came out. Um I thought it was beautiful. Like it all looked real even though it was CGI. Yeah. And I hate 3D movies, but this was the one movie that actually looked good in 3D. Because they shot it for 3D. Like, things are actually in the foreground. And, and like, right. it wasn't just, right. oh, the screen's a little closer. Well, that's stupid. Why am I wearing these glasses? Yeah. Uh, it was actually, like, really good in 3D. And I don't like those 3D things. So we'll see if they do that again. But I watched it years later. And I was like, this is pretty stupid. Yeah. But it looks great. It's the very dialogue good. is so cringe. Again, this is 2009. I was a much younger man. I was in my early 20s. <laughs> so dialogue wasn't as important to me, I guess. You weren't as seasoned as a critic? Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm such a miserable prick now. I hate everything. Ah, the Batman. Batman was good. I, again, I thought it was okay, but that was last week. That was last week. Um, so, yeah, we'll see if they improve the dialogue in Avatar 2. Probably not. But apparently they're bringing everyone back, even the bad guy who died from the first one. It's like, why? Interesting. So uh, the avatars are probably going to look a lot more lifelike. That's for sure. The avatars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The naughty creatures. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We'll see. So, uh, all right. What else? Uh, the Batman director Matt Reeves was on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, where he announced that the HBO Max show about the Gotham Police has been put on hold. Instead, they will be producing a show about Arkham Asylum, and that's also supposed to be like, like horror, kind of like how the Batman had elements of horror mm. in it. Meanwhile, the Penguin series is still a go. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, what is, all right, no, they have them signed, so no spoilers. But you weren't here last week. Okay, what did you think of the Batman? You said you thought it was good. I thought it I thought it was good. Was it the greatest Batman ever? No. Was it the worst? No. But I mean Correct. It can still be a good movie and not, you know. Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting it to rings. be Batman and Robin. Right. It's I it was I, I watched it again, you know, and I I would probably watch it a third time when it comes on HBO Max. So what would you rate it out of ten? Seven and a half, probably. Seven, seven and a half. All right. You know? 
What did you think of the penguin? Because I hated him. He was a cartoon character. <laughs> it's supposed to be, I mean, it's like everyone in the movie's acting serious. And then you have the penguin who, you know, I already did his impression last week. Right. I didn't kill that Goyle. Who's Moida? It's like, what the, f- it's a bad Tony Soprano impression. Is yeah. What it is. And they got him, they got him wobbling at the, at the end when they tied his feet. So he looked like a penguin. Yeah. You know, it, it's, so I'm not looking forward to this penguin series. You know, it, it's uh, he's not the classic penguin. They should just let James Gunn do everything, even fucking Batman. Make <laughs> Batman a fucking hilarious R-rated comedy. That would be great. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, yeah. And he's with Peacemaker. Do you really want it? Do you really want it? <laughs> Can we just Bat- get Batman doing the dance? Yeah. Can we just fast forward to a year from now when Peacemaker season two comes out? Peacemaker because two. really, yeah, is there anything better than that? Fuck Batman! All he does is all he does is is a creepily look at Catwoman. He's a pussy. He doesn't kill people. <laughs> Meanwhile, he, that Ben Ben Affleck totally killed people. Totally killed people. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I think I w- I'm interested in watching a Penguin show. I, I want to see how the characters develop. I, mean, I guess I'm I have, sure. I have hope for this universe. I'm Andrew. sure we'll review it, but yeah, I'm yeah, not really I'm looking sure. forward to it. Is it going to be a hilarious comedy? Probably not. Is no. it going to be a serious uh, drama? Probably so. so. I saw, a, I think it was a tweet. Someone, they were just like, Marvel and DC should just let James Gunn and uh, Taka Watiti like do all their movies and it's like yeah probably <laughs> yeah 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 so uh some more batman news uh zoe kravitz who played catwoman in the batman recently told the observer that she wasn't allowed to audition for the dark knight rises because they told her she was too urban Interesting. she said i don't know if it came directly from chris nolan i think it was probably a casting director of some kind or a casting director's assistant being a woman of color and being told at that time I wasn't able to read because of the color of my skin and the word urban being thrown around like that, that was what was really hard about that moment. Yeah, that is. Now, weird. many people assumed that she was trying to audition for Zelina Kyle in The Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. because she played Catwoman in this one. Right. So Zoe took to Instagram to clarify her comments. She said... Okay, let's talk about clickbait bad journalism. (laughs) I was not told I was too urban to play Catwoman in The Dark Knight. It would have made no sense for me to even be considered for that role at the time. I wanted to audition for a small part in the film and was told that they were not going urban on the part. This is something I heard a lot 10 years ago. It was a very different time. I did not mention this to point any fingers or make anyone seem racist namely chris nolan the film's producers or anyone in the casting team because i truly do not believe anyone meant any harm i was simply giving an example of what it was like to be a woman of color in this industry at the time doesn't it sound like she said the same thing twice it does sound like she said the same thing twice i don't want to say uh, christopher nolan is racist but i'm gonna say i mean her first uh, her the first comments she said uh i was told I was not able to read because of the color of my skin, the word urban being thrown out. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I did not say that I couldn't audition because I was too urban. They told me they weren't going urban on the part. And it's like, that's basically the same thing. Right. So it seems like damage control. Like she said those comments and then her agent's like, hey, do you really want to get blacklisted by Christopher Nolan? 
Right. You know, when you throw the word racist out there, it is kind of, you know, people take notice. But Well, she never said racist. What'd she say? In the comments. Uh, she just said as a woman of color, it felt color. bad. Like, you know, it didn't feel good well, being told the- you were too urban. Which, yeah, it, it implies I mean, it, that. Yeah, it implies racism. So, I mean, I guess that was a way of her trying to back off from her comments. And but she it said still a, sounded she like said a it. smaller role in The Dark Knight Rises. And I'm thinking, like, what other women are even in that movie? And I could think of Zelina Kyle's friend who has like four lines in the movie. And it's like, <laughs> for that role? Like, is that the role you were going for? But seeing, like, she was actually one of the better parts of the Batman. So mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they should have cast her as Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Anne Hathaway was, and I, again, I love Dark Knight Rises. I fucking love that movie. I don't care if there's a hundred plot holes. But, like, <laughs> I think Zoe Kravitz is a better Catwoman than Anne Hathaway's. I Anne Hathaway just seems like uh, you're pretending to be a bad girl. Right. You know, she she was a little bit too extra when she was throwing on some of her Catwoman scenes. Yeah. But Zoe Kravitz, you know, she sounded like a like a natural playing playing Catwoman. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I believe what she's saying. Yeah. I, yeah. I really can't. I'm looking at the cast. Really well, she wasn't going to play Talia al Ghul. That's for sure. No. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's really not. Maybe many. she was going to be a maid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that's there, that, that would just be stupid if they couldn't. You, you know, no, there's no, there's no black maids. But Sorry. when you look at this, I mean, a, a lot, a lot of white women, you know. Yeah, but those are all extras and stuff. Like, again, women that have speaking parts in this movie, it's like three of them. Yeah, Catwoman, Catwoman, Talia, Talia uh, and her friend, whatever this and Catwoman's is. friend. Yeah, that's it. Keep going. That's it. Like, there's no other... Look, Maid, Maid. Yeah, like, made. those don't count. Maid 3. Uh, see? There's Sewer only, Thug. There's <laughs> only three, like, speaking parts for women in, the, in that movie. Lawyer's Clerk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Katie Holmes. Yeah. She wasn't in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> but... Interesting. Yeah. All right, moving on. Well, since we're on Batman... Okay, then. You know how much you love Batman... You love rankings, right? Yeah. They updated rankings with the Batman out. Who's they? Uh, this is cnt.com. CNET. CNET. That's CNT. That's what I said. No. C-N-E-T. You said C-N-T. CNET.com C-N-E-T. Yeah. updated their Batman rankings uh-huh. 13 to 1. And uh, we'll just go through them real quick. Okay. And we'll see where Andrew hits a, hits a snag. Uh, so 13, of course, is Batman and Robin. Agreed. Uh, please, please. <laughs> Although I probably watched that. I don't know. It's, just watch Arnold. <laughs> but no, obviously that's bad. Uh, 12, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. You know what? Uh-huh. I would rather watch Batman and Robin than Batman v Superman because it offended me more because, again, they made Batman a serial killer. It did. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if you're going for fun, yeah. at least. At least I can laugh at Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> making freeze puns for an hour and a half. Uh, Justice League number eleven. That's probably yeah. Uh, I put them both behind Batman and Robin. Uh, Batman, uh, the first one, nineteen sixty from nineteen sixty six. The TV it. movie the TV with movie. Adam West. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. I mean, you know, it's a, it's funny. Zack Snyder's Justice League. This should be down there. Okay. To be honest, I never saw it. Uh, Dark Knight Rises number eight. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Batman Forever, number seven. Batman Forever is not better than The Dark Knight Rises. Why do you do this? Okay, keep I'm going. I'm just telling you. 
Uh, Batman Returns. Okay. Again, I'd still number put the Dark Knight six. Rises ahead of these. Batman Begins, number five. Okay, I feel that's... like Andrew's starting to have a little bit of a cold sweat. Batman Begins is number two. Dark Knight Rises is number three. The Go Lego ahead. Batman movie, number four. But that's not, that doesn't count. <laughs> I feel like Andrew's having a cold sweat on how high. The Lego Batman mm, movie counts? It counts. It's a Does Batman. it count to you? I haven't seen it, but I feel like I should because everyone says it's a good movie. It's good, but it's, that's, come on. Uh, number three. It's not the same thing. Number three is the Batman from 1989. Okay. So number two is the current Batman. Yeah, no. And then number one, of course, is the Dark Knight. Yeah, I think I did this last week. I gave my rankings. It was Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises. Um, and then it was the Batman with Michael Keaton. The two Bat- the two Michael Keaton Batman movies. That's the top five. Uh, if, if I'm then doing- after that, it's Robert Pattinson. Number it- six, Batman number six. Uh, yeah, but if you count Lego Batman, fine. Then Lego Batman's number six. It's funny, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's a cartoon. I'm probably why doing... isn't the other Batman cartoons on this list then? If if cartoons count, well, one's a one's a Lego, and the other ones are cartoons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm probably putting uh, doing the one two of um, Dark Knight and the Batman from 1989, and then right afterwards, probably the Batman. From uh, just recently, I thought it was. I thought it should be up there. I thought it should be better up there. than Batman Begins. Better than Dark Knight Rises. I think better than Batman Begins okay. and better hey, than Dark Knight Rises. Everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I let you have your wrong opinion for sure. Well, no, mine's not the wrong opinion. <laughs> uh, I have a Batman pillow in my house. Oh yeah. Well, I've got. I don't have a Batman pillow. Exactly. Uh, according to uh, the Hollywood Reporter, Sean Levy is currently in negotiations to direct Deadpool three. Hmm. Levy directed Free Guy and the new Netflix film The Adam Project, both which star Ryan Reynolds. Must be so close. It makes sense. Yeah. And I guess they want a new director for every Deadpool movie, so like it, each film feels different because they have its own little direction. Yeah, because every movie's had a different director. Sure. Now Levy has mostly done family friendly films. Leaving, so we're getting a G-rated. Yeah, leaving some Deadpool. fans worried that Deadpool three won't be rated R. I don't think they need to worry about that. I mean, I'm a little worried. Free Guy is PG thirteen, and there is some like sex references, and there's some there's some crude language in there, but mm-hmm. um, but I do love Free Guy, so I like this director. Um, but the same writers, it's the same writers from the first two movies. So they're still, it's still, we have the same writers for all three That's movies. That's why I think there's some hope there. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Rhett Reese, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be good. I think it'll still be R, but, but I'm not 100% sure yet. D- oh, so they don't have a date on when this is no. supposed to, uh, not even. They're writing year. it right now. Oh, it's probably man. not, I mean, oh, the earliest. Deadpool writes itself, right? The earliest, <laughs> I would, it probably won't be till 2024. Yeah, probably right. Probably yeah. right. All right. So, have you been watching uh, The Walking Dead this season, Josh? No, I have not, Andrew. No, no. Well, you know how after this they're doing a spinoff with Carol and Daryl. <laughs> I've heard. Well, a fifth Walking Dead spinoff is in the works. Oh, can I can I guess the spinoff partners? Okay. All right. You have uh, no idea. I have no you idea. You didn't see this? No. This is officially announced. It's called Isle of the Dead. Isle of the so it's an island of dead people. It's taking place in Manhattan. 
That's the only thing that intrigues me about it. Because I swore I would never watch Walking Dead again. Interesting. Wait, okay. I'm trying to remember some of the people that are still alive. Yeah. Uh, Maggie's still alive, but she went on somewhere else, right? She went somewhere else. No, but she's back. She's back? Yeah, because her TV show got canceled. Uh, Well, Maggie, Maggie, Maggie and someone else. Yeah. Ooh, Maggie and who? So it's got to be Think about who's the most interesting person, the interesting... To be with her. Is it... Oh, man. What would make... You know what I mean? Like, what would be the most interesting pair? Is it the... Is it the... The doofy scientist? Who? The the fat one? Uh, what was his I name? I don't even remember who you're talking about. Uh, is he still alive? The fat... The one, one with the mullet. The mullet oh, with the no. mullet. No! He can't star in a show. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to Come remember. on! Negan? Yes. Negan's getting a spit. Well, Negan probably he could carry it. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Okay. I'm a little bit intrigued. I might give it a try. <laughs> so, so, okay. So I have. But Maggie and Negan, right? So they're going, they've made it to New York or they're getting to New York well, in this, this season? I have no idea. I haven't watched this season yet. Oh, but no, hmm. I don't think so. No. I, I bet you there's going to be something. There's going to be some cliffhangers at the end of this season because I will watch at some point. Okay. Where, because why would else would they go to Manhattan? Obviously, they must have heard something's in Manhattan, like oh, maybe there's some science lab with a cure, or oh, Rick's there, maybe. You know what I mean? Right, a helicopter picks him up and takes him to. Like something <laughs> has to happen that makes them obviously want to go to Manhattan, and the fact that it's Maggie and Negan together, which Negan killed Glenn. Because right. currently in the show, right, Maggie's right, like right. currently in the show or last season, Maggie's been like. I'm going to kill you. She keeps telling Negan, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And it's and as a viewer, you're like, well, obviously, she's not going to kill him because she keeps saying it. Right. If they were going to do it. It would have been a surprise. And Certainly now they're going to be. Now. <laughs> now, I guess they're going to make up in a way. And they better not have them, like, become romantic partners. But <laughs> that would be weird. And have a baby but, named But Glenn. she has the baby. Yes, that's what I'm more. That's what I'm warning about is what's is her baby going to die? Because you can't have this show with her just constantly carrying it. Well, no, it's not a baby anymore. I guess he's like five, he's like five or six on the show now. But still, it's probably going to be one of those things where it's like you know oh, I'm going to leave Glenn behind, or no, her son's name is Herschel. I'm going to leave Herschel behind, and hmm. I'll go. Oh, yeah. I'll go fuck Negan in New York. Herschel the grandpa. We'll make a bunch of. But bunch I am of in, I am intrigued by this. Um because they're going to Manhattan. I like that. I'm not intrigued by the Carol and Daryl show because honestly, we know nothing about it. We no. don't know where they're going to go. Maybe if they went somewhere interesting, inter- uh, interesting like Las Vegas or something. Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> no, like Vegas. Well, I'm trying to think of where Daryl would feel comfortable. Alabama. Daryl. Uh, Texas. I don't know. But... Yeah, I'm, we'll see. I'm not I'm not really interested in that in that universe, but I guess maybe a slightly interested in Negan and uh, Negan and Maggie. Well, some sh- I mean, everyone's splitting up. Yeah, I'm gonna go our separate ways. This whole shit is fucked. Interesting. We still don't know what's going on with Rick <laughs> or Michonne. We still have to see those movies. It'll yeah. all connect again. I guess years from now. I guess. Uh, all right. So this is a rumor killer. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn recently responded to a rumor on Twitter that said Disney Plus is producing a Guardians of the Galaxy prequel series focusing on Gamora's family-like relationship with Nebula and Thanos. 
that doesn't sound like it would be a good TV show. Gunn retweeted saying, LOL, no, he tortured them. Not exactly a family-like relationship. <laughs> I think I'm picturing uh, like, um, what was it? Uh, Archie. Uh, oh, man. Uh, the 70s TV show with Archie Bunker. Yeah. And that's Thanos. And he has, <laughs> he has the two children, Gamora and, and Nebula, come home. Oh, damn these stupid Thanosians. What was the planet was from? I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, whatever they were called. You know, it's, uh, time, it's time to murder everybody here. Yeah. Uh, no, now I don't. Okay, I don't care. But I don't remember either. But yeah, no, that doesn't sound like a very good family friendly environment. <laughs> yeah, these these fucking dirt sheets are just as bad as the wrestling ones. Yeah, we've learned anybody can run with a rumor because they just Cruise there's just going to be in Spider Man. There's just these Twitter accounts that just say this shit. Well, it's the same in anything, like in sports. You know, they'll have like, oh, Deshaun Watson's getting traded to the, you know, the, the Philadelphia Dolphins. Eagles for eighteen picks. Huh? What? Yeah, no. Sure. Yeah. These are just accounts that people have that yeah. have no insight. And all it takes is one retweet, and then someone else retweets it, and then bam. Now you got a full-blown rumor out there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that would have been a fucking terrible one. Right. It made no sense. Yeah. Also, according to local media in Russia, the government has legalized the piracy of games, movies, and TV shows. This is in response to multiple production companies banning their films and games in Russia for evading Ukraine. So Russia's like, fine, we'll just we'll just pirate all your shit. <laughs> ah. Classy, how classy, Russia. Yeah, I guess they're going to do whatever they can to try to get people. You can't even watch Star Wars and get people to watch um, yeah. Spider-Man. You can't even watch Netflix there anymore. Like Netflix removed their no, service. Everything. Everything's gone. I imagine Amazon Prime is gone. They're not going to be able to watch The Boys? What? Well, I guess I'll have to pirate how, the boys. I mean, like, it's so horrible what's going on, but, like, how funny would it be if Putin's like, fine, I'll stop the war. Give me my Netflix back. Well, the funny thing is, and it's sad, but you know damn well Putin's watching all this shit. He's just got a VPN. Well, it's He's like, changing uh, his VPN. It's like Kim Jong-un. They say he loves American television, American <laughs> movies. <laughs> Unless they make a movie where they assassinate him. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great movie. That if you haven't seen the interview, <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. And you know damn well Kim Jong-un loved that movie, too. Baby, you're a firework. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Go and show him since we're talking about countries banning and not banning things, uh, Vietnam has actually blocked Sony's Uncharted for for what? Because they showed a, a, a map of the South China Sea, which has claims uh, to Vietnam. Yeah, or, or China has claims to that area where Vietnam is. So, so they blocked it so people can't see that. Good so, God! Yeah. Uh, let me see where the quote from the government says. So wait, just because they... Sh what? I'm the so confused. What What did they do? <laughs> what are they upset about? They're, they're upset. Because they own these isle these islands and yes, China and does the map and the map shows, because it's an ancient map that Tom Holland pulled up, the ancient map shows that it's actually South China. It's part of the South China Sea uh, instead of Vietnam. So history, they don't like history. Right. So they don't want people to be like, oh, maybe it is part of China or whatever. That's our bullshit. Yeah. So Vietnam, uh, this is from Reuters. That's okay. Uh, they, they're saving everyone in that country from watching that shitty movie. It's, yeah, it's very true. 
Uh, so this is from the uh, Vietnam News Agency. Uh, the uh, the film was banned from distribution after we watched it and found it contained a legal image illegal. of the now infamous nine dash line, which is part of the map that they're mm. talking about. Yeah, so they've censored the movie and it's no longer going to come out or uh, they probably continue. Just we're like, this movie sucks. <laughs> we need we... a reason not for people to watch it. Yeah. Um, I just got one more thing here on... Um, on my part of hogwash um samuel l jackson apparently uh found out he does not own the curse word movie record uh this was uh done on the tonight show uh he found out during the tonight show and this was a survey done by buzz bingo never heard of it yeah that seems accurate (laughs) but they surveyed over three thousand five hundred film scripts and uh, it's reported that there were um, that Hill used 376 swear words throughout his filmography, with a majority of his curse words split between Superbad and The Wolf of Wall Street. Makes sense. <laughs> DiCaprio had 361. He's actually number two. Uh-huh. Uh, followed by Samuel Jackson with 301 curse words. Um, last, little, last little nugget here I think you'll find pretty interesting. According to the Hill, uh, uh, sorry, according to the study, (laughs) Hill says a curse word in the Wolf of Wall Street 22.9 times every 1,000 words. Okay. And um, uh, so uh, also according to the survey, Ordell, uh, which was his character in in Pulp Fiction, he says a curse word every 6.9 times every 1,000 words. <laughs> okay. So that was kind of interesting that, sure. you know, you, when you when you think of curse words in movies, you think of Samuel Jackson. I didn't think of Jonah Hill. Well, super bad in Wolf of Wall Street, he says fuck constantly. Right, but every single movie that Samuel Jackson and he says motherfucker. <laughs> no, you know, not really, though. It, it, in all those Marvel movies, he doesn't. Does he say shit or anything? He doesn't say any curse words? I feel like he does. They don't have many curse words in those Marvel movies. They don't have many curse words. Well, you missed the best part is when Samuel Jackson found out Jonah Hill holds the movie curse uh, word record. (laughs) He said, said, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. But the other one you don't think would be second is, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. You think of him as like a... Clean, wholesome guy, but you yeah, know but he was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was in Wolf of Wall Street. Very true. Very true. And uh, Django, I mean, he says the worst word of all time like a hundred times in that movie. Very true. So they say the uh, the movie with the most swear words. I'm sure you probably already know this is Pulp Fiction. Seventeen and still are seven hundred and fifteen swear words. Really, I thought I thought it got beat out. I know, like, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Goodfellas is up there. I think Wolf of Wall Street is now as well. Oh, excuse me. That, uh, no. The word, the the Wolf of Wall Street is the one that beat Pulp Fiction. Okay, there you I'm go. sorry. My bad. That was me. That Makes was me, sense. fans. That was me, fans. Wolf of Wall Street's longer. Yeah. So. And they but basically, Scorsese and, Taran- Scorsese and Tarantino just constantly, like, you know, beat each other for that record. <laughs> So pretty interesting. That's why those movies are the best, because they speak like real people. Yeah. They curse. Real people curse. They say fuck. Very they true. say shit. They say damn it. But that's come on. That doesn't I don't even think that counts. They damn say it. They say whore. 
That's not a, that doesn't count. <laughs> Whore? They say they say uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of more curse words. I already said fuck. Okay, sorry. Damn. Bitch. All right, last thing we got to talk about before we move on to Reacher and Pam and Tommy. Actor William Hurt died on Sunday at the age of 71. Uh, his son said that he died of natural causes. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer in 2018 that spread to the bone. Mm. He played, um, what, Thaddeus Ross, the general, in The Incredible Hulk. And then he played the second... He was mm. the same character in the event in the uh, other Marvel movies, the Avenger movies. Right, General... Secretary uh, Ross. Yeah, Secretary Ross, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to th- see some of the And I think for the in. She-Hulk show... I think the villain is Red Hulk, which is it's Thaddeus Ross, wow. and I, they filmed it, so mm. that might be his last project. I'm not exactly sure if he's in it or not, but I I thought that's what I heard that it was going to be Red Hulk as the villain, which is his character. Yeah. So we'll see, unless they recast or you know put something else for that character, but. I didn't know much of William Hurt's uh, work outside of uh, his Marvel movies. He's movie been in a ton of things. So he's been in a ton of things. Interesting. And usually a bad guy too. Usually a bad guy. Yep, that's what happens. All right. Uh, well, Josh, you finished Reacher, right? I did. You watched all eight episodes. Reacher. I watched the first two, and I said, "That's okay, Josh. You can watch the rest." Listen, I, it, it did get a little hooky, where it was like, "Okay, I am kind of interested in this little universe," but it's still, it's, it's hard to take seriously. This Jack Reacher guy, it's just, it's just terrible. He's well, terrible. Tell me what I missed. <laughs> okay, so you end up finding out that. The bad guy is not the one that is uh, is the evil owner of the company in the town. It's his annoying son. His did, anno- we, did we meet him in the first two episodes? Yeah, the annoying son was the one that was trying to hit on hit on the uh, the female cop, and the one that was trying to uh, to bow up to reach her outside the barber shop. Oh God! Yeah, the annoying son ends up killing his dad. Okay. Yeah. So. The, the, it just gets so ridiculous. The the FBI agent that's helping out the entire time, he's bad too. <laughs> he's a bad guy. He's been it the entire time. Crazy. Does the barber kill anyone? The barber does not kill anybody, but that's they end up using his place as like a command center. <laughs> so it turns, God. turns into a command center. But the most hilarious, I mean, it just. You didn't, you didn't write down any puns? I did write. Listen, it, it, I wanted more puns. It went down pretty quickly, and I just got tired of it, and I wanted to get through it as quickly as possible. Because at this point, it was becoming kind of torturous. I don't understand how people loved Reacher. It was really difficult. All six four, you six five, six five, please, motherfucker. No, okay. So you, you have, can't remember any more puns from like those last six episodes. I didn't write down any puns. Come on, Andrew. You can't I, remember any of those. You can look. I, I was, some look up that was for what I was looking forward to. Was <laughs> Hearing some more Reacher puns. No, they're not worth it. You know, trouble just seems to find me. You can, by all means, look some up. I'm sure they're all over the internet. Yeah. So, at the end, 
this is all why a story. Did his, why did his brother get killed? His brother, his brother there? His brother got killed because they found out that or he was tracking um, uh, illegal money. They were figuring out a way on how to wash the dollar bills and get the dollar bill ink off uh-huh. and end up printing it with hundreds. So they found a way to do that. Okay. So that was that was the big thing. So they had all this money. There was a blockade. They couldn't get it. So the villains, Venezuelans were trying to come and get their money, all that type of <laughs> bullshit. So that the brother ended up getting killed because he figured this all out. So yeah. leaving all these breadcrumbs to reach her. Was his brother also 6'6"? His brother was almost as tall, but not as tall. <laughs> so no, so you have the two bad guys now, right? And you have the cop, uh, the lady cop, and Reacher, but also um, uh, the mayor was also bad too, yeah. which we all knew. So now the the lady cop, Reacher, and the black cop, they all in the final in the final scene all have their like boss fight. And each one of them take turns at taking down their own individual boss. Man. It's so stupid. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. And uh, so Reacher... Does Reacher hook up with the lady cop at the end? They they do they do some type of bullshit like, hey, if you're in town again, I'll be here. They that never kiss? They did kiss, but I don't think they ever... Fuck. But they kissed in like the last episode or what? Uh, they did. They did something like that. Well, yeah, I, mean, I can't. How do you remember. forget that? That's like it's been weeks, Andrew. They like didn't... a makeout or just like a? I think it was just like yeah. on the lips. I think it was like a yeah, nothing too too great. Um, but yeah, did she ever take any more clothes off than from that second episode where she's like? No. In her underwear in the bed, and Reacher's like, "Oh, just sleep on the floor because I'm an idiot." No, because Reacher, he's he's a nice guy. He didn't want to uh-huh. didn't want to do all that stuff. He's until, a virgin too. Wow, until three dates, probably. It's crazy. You know, like, it's only yeah. the one date. It's like Josh. If Josh were a six five, like bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sorry, okay. babe. It's only been two dates. So, so the most ridiculous part of the movie, I thought. Even though the, the show the three boss boss scene was kind of ridiculous, but they have this scene in there where they try to show how you know that Reacher is an emotional person and he's not just a robot. So what they have is his mom. It's the mom. You remember the mom is a French or whatever, right? Well, whose mom? Reacher's mom. No, Reach, Reacher is also the last remember. name, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I, I find is stupid. I don't, I don't know her mom. I don't know why he went through his entire life being called by his last. They name. They never explained that. No, never explained <laughs> that. Stupid. So, and, okay. what about in the Tom Cruise movies? Did they explain it there? I don't remember. I okay, know, it's been a while. So no, okay. So the the mom is dying of cancer, and they're like, Reacher, you can't save everyone. And the 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 trouble bro- seems to find my mom. <laughs> trouble seems to find cancer. Me just my seems family. to find my mom. So so the brothers like Reacher. Don't cry in front of mom. So they. Oh, it's a flashback. Yeah, it's a yeah, flashback. Okay. You know, so they're trying. He's trying to hold strong. Right. So um, the later the brother and Reacher are in a cab, and he's like, "I give you permission to cry." So so Reacher. He did. He was Bane. <laughs> so Reacher <laughs> turns to the side. Whoa. Yeah. He turns to the side, and this motherfucker can't cry, so they do a, t- a CGI teardrop. Oh single teardrop. CGI? You yes. can tell? It was the goofiest teardrop ever. It was either that or some type of weird, weird teardrop. It was just... This show was Banana Town's Ridiculous. 
I don't think I'm going to watch season two. There's a season two? There is going to be a season two. It's already been greenlit by Amazon. And apparently, per the producer, it could have more episodes than eight. <laughs> I don't want to see this. I know that there's fans out there that didn't like the Tom Cruise one because they didn't think it was too real or too grounded in the script from uh, the Reacher series. But this Reacher character was fucking terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, I did not. I did not like the two episodes I saw. Yeah. And I, I told you, you don't have to watch it, but you watched it. I, I wanted to watch it because I was like, okay, I'm kind of like, I, I want to see where the mystery goes. And then I saw the mystery and I was like, fuck, why did I watch this? <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah. was dumb. Is it going to be, is season two going to be in that same town? No. Or is he moving he, on? He, he left. I'm moving on. He picked up his bags and he got on a bus heading out of town. Where? Didn't say where. That's just what he does. He just it's goes just from what he does. town to town and he's a vagabond. Kisses Andrew. the female cop in every town and then yeah, he doesn't a, no doesn't finish doesn't finish no busting of nuts. He just keeps on rolling. Wow, keeps on rolling. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service. It was it was a service. It was <laughs> difficult to get through. And please reach out to me personally. Reach her out. Reach her. Let me know, because I know our fans said that Reacher was a good TV show and something that we should watch. I would like to know what people liked about it, because I liked nothing. I liked nothing. I maybe if I maybe if I turned this off and didn't listen to the um to the to his words, the dialogue was just too much for me to get. It's like through. go watch Justify. That's actually a good show. Yeah, I actually with, think with awesome just, characters. Amazing acting, great writing, justified. I is think a justified, million times better than Reacher. Just it's essentially the same thing, but a much shorter Timothy Olfand is not six five. No. <laughs> but no, I think I saw the news that they were doing another justified show, maybe. What are you talking about? I thought I'd seen that. No. Maybe not. No. Uh, You're crazy. I guess. Justified revival. No fucking way. Yeah. From two thousand click it. Okay. This is three weeks ago. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Justified. I knew I'd seen something recently. Mm. What we know so far. Uh, from 2010 until the sixth and final season, da-da, served as one of the best crime TV. Go bound. Go skip this. Now the beloved drama is coming back in a new limit- limited, limited series. series called Justified City Primeval. Via Decider, the show will be based on the novel. It's not primeval. I don't know what that is, though. Promoval? <laughs> High Noon in Detroit. Graham Yost, which was the, uh, which was the producer. And, Keep uh, go down. Tim Lee Olfant will return. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. It's coming back, baby. How? How did I not hear about this? I don't know. Is this a joke website? No. <laughs> Uh, of course, we'd love to see Walton Goggins back. Uh, we can exploit a flu pot. Uh, yeah, that's not, I mean, I think that's it right now. Yeah. But Holy shit. Yeah, so we'll have to be keeping an eye on this as it keeps on going. But you're right. This is a much better adaptation of what... Reach, if Reacher was one-tenth of what Justified was, Reacher could have been pretty good. <laughs> but Justified just blew it out of the water. Yeah, Justified's amazing. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe that. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't hear about this. 
I'll make sure to keep a uh, little. Uh, I'm gonna fucking make sure now. Nugget on it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk Pam and Tommy, the final two episodes. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Andrew, thank no, you for telling me to watch Pam and Tommy. You're welcome. Pam and Tommy was everything that Reacher wasn't. <laughs> Pam and Tommy was great. Dialogue, believable and understandable. Yeah, it's funny. When I saw the trailer, I was like, I don't know about this. But then I saw that Seth Rogen produced it. And I was like, well, he usually makes good shit. <laughs> and he's in it. That it was, was really a terrible good. fucking impression that you just did. That was a good Seth Roll- Rogen laugh. Seth Rollins? Seth Rogen laugh. No. No, not at all. It wouldn't even make him laugh if you did that. He wouldn't be like, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> uh, so, you know, this was good. Again, I didn't think it had to have been this long. It probably would have been better as a movie. Um, yeah, and they definitely like over dramatized some real life things, which every anything that's based on real life does, right? You know, um, they all suffer from that because it's a movie or a TV show. You have to make right. Things They've got to drag it out and you know make things a little bit longer. But I kind of like like the journey that he took of becoming. He was stiffed. He became evil, and then he kind of had like a little redemption. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, yeah. Tommy Lee never did, but you know, no, of and course I, not. I, I felt bad for Pam. I felt really bad for Pam. You're supposed Anderson. to. It felt terrible, but you know what? You know what's weird is she, like her representative said that she has no interest in watching this. She is not happy about this show. Mm-hmm. It's like you were in Borat. You agreed to be in Borat. She was in on the joke in Borat, right? And they played. Like, there were scenes where he's watching the sex tape. So you had a sense of humor about it in 2006. But, and that was only 10 years from, like, that was only 10 years after the sex tape scandal. Mm. Now it's 2022, and you want, and it's like, I don't know. This show makes her look, this show. It redeems her. It it makes, well, redeems her. I mean, it just, it it makes her look amazing. Well, yeah, I guess that's what I meant. It makes her look very intelligent, which I don't think she, you know she is, but right. she they, seemed to have known everything that was going to happen. They went out of her way to make Pamela Anderson look like she fucking was the star, you know? Well, like she, she was, was the star of that tape. She was the star of that tape. Oh, man. But it was really good, Andrew. Andrew Dice Clay was good. And he came back, yeah, because when we left bad off, guy. he wasn't he wasn't there, right? As the mobster, yeah, he was only there at the end. Like he 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 demands his money because Seth Rogen owes him the money. Uh, what's his name? Fife, huh? Fife, uh, the guy that went to um, Bangkok. Well, I'm or thinking whatever. of the actor. Uh, Who? Fuck, Ron Ron Ron, Ron, uh, Ron uh, I know yeah Ron about. Swanson. I can't think of his name. Ron Swanson. Ron, yeah, right? I was trying to think of his real life name. Oh, that's his name on the... That's his name on the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm sure he answers to it. No, he didn't go to Bangkok. He went to uh, Amsterdam, right? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, Seth Rogen needs money. He's afraid that Dice Clay is going to kill him. Mm -hmm. So he sends Tommy Lee a letter, blackmailing him for money. And it's like, you really don't have anything... Like, the tape's out. You're blackmailing him too late. The tape's already out there. He's just like telling Tommy Lee, like, do this for your own karma. Karma. Because he believes in karma. Mm-hmm. And they meet. I don't know that this happened either. Okay. Um, like, they met. 
uh, at Dodger Stadium, but Seth Rogen's like on the opposite side of the fence, mm-hmm. and Tommy pulls out the money and just burns it in front of him. What yeah. was it like? Five, ten grand, something like that. Twenty-seven thousand dollars. Oh, twenty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of funny because he's like, "I need twenty-six, thirty, uh, twenty-six thousand, yeah, three hundred forty-five hundred dollars," and he's like, "I don't have time for your bullshit <laughs> weird number." <laughs> right. <laughs> Top, but Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson, like, I don't know how true that love is, but like. Their love looks so... They loved each other so much. Well, no, they still say, like, that, like, they were, like, the love of each other's lives, even though they've moved on since then. Like, I've, I've never loved anybody that much. Like, Well, you've never had Pam Anderson sitting on your dick. Uh, well, that's true. You might fall in love, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, probably so. Probably I mean, think, so. I, I, again, I think my favorite episode is episode two, where it shows how they met. Like, that whole episode is just about Pam and Tommy. Right. About how they met and, like, they were having this... across the bar. They were having this amazing time and they got married four days later, like... Fucking wild. And it it had the talking penis, but yeah. But the talking penis... That was the stupidest thing on that this was funny. show. That was so Seth Rogeny, though. <laughs> that was so Seth Rogeny, <laughs> but it was out of place. I think without it, it's even better because I think that it was so just wild and stupid. No, because it showed that Tommy Lee just you know he was uh, really he's in a, love. He's a, he's a Talk, coxman he talking fucks. to his penis. Like I guess we're not going to fuck anybody else, dude. Yeah, which that's probably bullshit. Come on, too. man, we want to fuck other people. I mean, they probably didn't do it because they couldn't prove it, but Tommy Lee was probably banging other women on the side. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Just, that's, you know, that's him. Yeah. So, yeah, Rogan now has to work for Dice and beat up other people who owe Dice money. <laughs> but he's like terrible a, at it. It's a, it's a, it's a weird Ponzi scheme, yeah. pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. And he hates it, of course, because who would enjoy doing that unless yeah. you are like a mobster? His, his soul is being crushed. Yeah. And then Pam goes on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and they made that appearance seem way worse than it actually was. You can watch the real footage. It seemed kind of cringy on, on the TV show here. Yeah. Like you can watch the real footage. kind of stopped. Jay Leno doesn't, isn't that crass towards her. Yeah. And her reaction isn't that dramatic either. Mm-hmm. Like, in the real interview, she keeps everything lighthearted. Like, right. he's like, you know, what about that? And she's like, no, we're, we're devastated. <laughs> and she's laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, she never gets really serious like she did on the show. Like, fuck you, Jay Leno. Of course this hurts. And then she's like, what? <laughs> Tee-hee-hee. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't really happen. It wasn't as dramatic. And then... Um, you also felt bad for Pam when they snuck into a theater to watch Barbed Wire and they hear other audience members like making fun of her. Did you ever see Barbed Wire? I never mm, saw it. Just like scenes because it's Pam Anderson and lingerie and stuff. But oh. like, <laughs> well, but no, I never saw. Okay. I mean, she's not a good actress. She's she's never was. No, never was. You know, she's just a model that they she's put in movies because she's gorgeous. Hot. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that she auditioned for L.A. Confidential and Austin Powers, but obviously she didn't get the parts. Right, and they were like, who's this Elizabeth Hurley girl? Yeah. Well, it turns out she ended up being a pretty big deal. But that's, yeah, and it's like, yeah, Pam Anderson would have obviously been much hotter, but again, she just can't act. She, like, she probably wouldn't be good for those comedy scenes. Right. Whereas Elizabeth Hurley is actually very talented. But it would have made a lot of sense in the second one when it turns out she's a fembot. Then it would have been like, oh, that's why Pam Anderson had no emotion in that movie. Right. (laughs) 
You know, kind of crazy that Pam Anderson didn't get involved in any of them. She probably would have fit with Austin Powers. Yeah, but again, it's a comedy movie. Like she probably can't deliver those lines well. Mm. You know, comedic timing. Right, right. And then uh, the Cam Girl site owner offers to buy the rights of the sex tape from Pam and Tommy. And this is like, I think it's 97 at this point. I can't remember. 96 or 97. And I'm like, wait, there was no high def back then. Who the fuck had high def? Bill Gates? You couldn't watch video. Like most people couldn't watch video on the internet in 1997. Right, but it made sense in what he was saying. Like, you know, that was a copy of a copy of a copy. It probably did look pretty terrible. It still looks bad. It, it, it never looked good. But maybe the original, or maybe he thought the original might have looked better. I know, I'm just saying, like, for the, these cam girl sites where people are watching mm-hmm. women on webcams in 1997, like, what was that? 0.5% of people that had internet fast enough to do that sure. probably cost $1,000 a month to have high-speed internet in 1997 or something well, like that. Well, the only customer was Bill Gates, but he had, you know, 37 screens. I'm, I, okay, <laughs> when was Kobe's scandal when he cheated on his wife and was accused of rape? I think that was 2003. Oh, Hold on. man. I'm pretty sure it was like 2003. I remember that's 2000s. when... I remember that's when finally we got high-speed internet in my parents' house. Because I was begging them for a while. I was begging my dad, really, for a while. Like, can we get high-speed internet? And then we finally... The first video I watched, like, real video, like, you know, where it looked good was Kobe Bryant, like, you know, denying that he even had sex with this woman in a press conference. I can't remember. I think that was, like, 2003, 2004, something like that. But, like, 97, you never watched videos on the internet. No, and if and if there were these cam girl no. sites, like one percent of the population must have been the only people. You know what I mean to have high speed internet. But to be fair, I mean forward thinking, that was a pretty good business strategy. You know, oh sure. I mean to be the first person in, for sure. I'm so he to wants rem- to buy the rights of the tape, but mm-hmm. Pam just wants to give it away for free because she doesn't want to sell. She doesn't want to be a slut. She doesn't want to be a porn star. Porn star. And Tommy oh. doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to give up the rights. And then Dice tells Rogan, like, you know, we'll, we'll be square if you pay me 10 grand. So Rogan meets uh, with a tarot card reader because he's so obsessed with karma. And right. it's like, oh, the what did it say? Like, one of the cards was like the model. Right. You've no. upset the model or something like it's that. It's like, oh, down by the beach, she's nude. Yeah. And she's sad. Right. I've got to like, make her happy. Oh, my God. Bam, it's bam. <laughs> and then later he goes and apologizes to a woman pretending to be Pam Anderson. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the hurt and pain that I've caused. And she's, and she's like, probably like, oh my God, this what? guy's going to kill it's me. It's like, yeah, they really make him come out to be a fucking idiot. He was pretty doofy in that movie, for sure. He was very Seth Rogeny. Yeah, well, of course, but they made that guy really stupid. I doubt he apologized to a fake Pam Anderson, but you never know. <laughs> but I'd love to know how much of Rand's life was real, because that guy lived... Yeah. He was a porn star at one time. That's real. He fucking ended up stealing this movie and That's real. fucking getting away with all this stuff. He blackmailed Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. I mean, this guy lived. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, they say he's, he has a show. marijuana farm now. TV show. TV show. He has a marijuana farm now. Yeah. This guy, amazing, crazy. <laughs> this is probably the ultimate 
This was Seth Rogen before there was yeah. Seth Rogen. And it was like, every once in a while, he'll tell people that he stole the sex tape, but they don't believe him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why would they? <laughs> so, yeah, he gets the 10... He's, Rogen sells the original tape to the cam girl website owner, even though, like... He's trying to have good karma now, and it's like, right. well, you still ended up selling the fucking tape. Well, his logic's like, well, I'll give it to Pam, and you know, maybe whatever. No, not but, to Pam. Well, he was going to give it to. He's going to give it to Dice. To Dice. But then he decides That's not right. to pay. Because he Dice. wanted to give a good uh, to make a woman happy. Yeah, and he Which gave it to terrible. his wife along with signed divorce papers. But I want to know is how what happened after that? Why didn't Dice kill him? Right. Yeah, they wrapped that one up pretty tidy. They didn't explain what happened after that. They didn't. Maybe real life guy, real life Rand didn't no. want to say exactly how he got out of that deal. Maybe probably had to blow the mobster or maybe. something. Was there ever really a mobster? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, but he really lowballed himself. Ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> and oh, then at the man. end, it's like she gave away the rights. Then that guy sold it to, I think, Vivid, one of those porn companies for like $70 million. And then it made like $100 million. It's like, holy shit. Man. Man. Yeah. Should have just asked for royalties. I'll take 10 cents for the rest of my life. Sure. So then Pam and Tommy go to Vegas to try to like get away from it. That was such, such a stupid idea by Tommy. Let's go to Vegas and get away from everything. And yeah, Vegas is pretty crowded. Was pretty everyone's, crowded. Everyone's following them. So, so Tommy Lee pin, spent this whole TV show being pissed off that you know now people would see his cock and everything, and you know all, all about this, all about this movie. But I guess after getting drunk, now he's taking high fives from people and stuff like that. Yeah, monster cock, man. <laughs> Whoa. Well, it's because he had that talk with uh, one of his bandmates. They're yeah. like, dude, everyone knows you have a big cock. There's worse things. For people to know about you, then you have a huge dick. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was more just because, obviously, Pam was upset about it. It was ruining their relationship. Yeah. So she catches him bragging about it. She goes back home, and she's, you know, demands that he signs the contract to give the sex tape rights away for free. And Mm -hmm. he does it, but he scares the shit out of her. And Should have been sign one to leave. This show wasn't going to get into the domestic violence stuff but it, it showed what he was capable tommy of. tommy had some rage because in real life obviously in real life he went to jail for assaulting her right well um, i mean this show definitely showed that tommy had a dark side i mean pointing a gun at Rand, yeah and doing all that other weird well, shit. i like when Rand meets him in the parking lot and, and Rand's like you're a bad guy and he's like yeah maybe i am but, but what about pam what about pam yeah it's true what about Pam? She was an innocent bystander. However, however, if Pam doesn't scream that Rand is trying to watch her, I think this thing could have went differently. Yeah, but I don't so know this if is that's all Pam. All I don't Pam's know, but I don't, I don't know if that. I don't think that part happened in real life. <laughs> that's what it made it sound like. Yeah, like oh my god, he's watching me. Bending yeah, over. she goes to run to Tommy. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that was pretty shitty of you, Pam. Because yeah, that first sure. episode wants you to totally be on on Rand's side, right? You know, because mm-hmm. they're two assholes. Well, it was just it was just Tommy Lee at first, you know, but Pam, Pam ended up, you know, getting Tommy Lee over there. Yeah. Yelling. Right. <laughs> so she tells him it's over. Their son's born. 
And then they get a divorce, and the show like ends with her switching her Tommy tattoo to Mommy. And then <laughs> she looks at a picture of him fondly because they get back together at some point. <laughs> yeah. But what this, this show skipped that they had a second child. The show... What like would make you think that they had a baby and then got divorced out? They had two children together, right? Well, I mean, it left out a lot. It left out, you know, because uh, apparently they got back together for a brief time. And yeah, that was like, like 2014. It wasn't even that long ago that yeah. they got back together, and it was like it did not last. So I don't know. But so, she's mean, been married, I think, six times now. Oof, oof, boof. Yeah, dang, dang, Pamela she's, Anderson. She's crazy. She's cr- to be married six times. You know who Tommy Lee is married to now? Did were you on Vine back in the day? Yeah, I remember Vine. Like, did you follow the popular people on Vine? No, I, I don't. So there I don't was know one who. girl, Brittany Fur, Furlan, Furlan. Um, she was very popular on Vine, funny, kind of cute. She's now married to Tommy Lee. She's like in her thirties, and she's now married to him. What's funny is she has like, a, like I think her mom has my last name. Pazano? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Brittany Furland. She had some funny videos. And like... Damn. She's 35. So she's 35. And she used to have a normal face, but now she got all like plastic surgery with it. Interesting. So okay. she looks like, you know, one of those celebrities, I guess. Wow. Like every, every other but celebrity. But she's 35. Tommy Lee is like in his 50s, I think, right? Or he's 59. 59. 59. Jesus He's lived a long, Looking. tough life. <laughs> long, tough life. But well, hey, a long, he got to bang Pamela Anderson. A party so. life. <laughs> but I guess some of that's on Pamela Anderson, too. She should have uh, stuck with an accountant, like she said. Yeah. She didn't go with an accountant. No more bad boys. She went with a bad boy. <laughs> and she ended up getting screwed. But I do I do feel bad for Pam. Feel bad for Pam. Of course. Yeah. Uh, let me let me pull up her marriage. You know what the show also didn't say? It also didn't say whatever happened to Milty. Which one's Milty? Milty's the one that went to. Uh, no, uh, we know what happened. And he got high in Amsterdam. That's it. I think he's dead now. <laughs> oh Lord, he Jesus. was just a porn producer. Okay, so she married Tommy Lee in '95, divorced in '98. Uh, she married Kid Rock oh, in 2000. Hold on, Jesus. she married Kid Rock in 2006, divorced in 2007. Then she married Rick Solomon in 2007, uh, annulled 2008. Then she married him again in 2014 and got divorced in 2015. Jesus. And this is in between? No, no, no. Okay, so it's after. Then John Peters in 2020, annulled in 2020. And then Dan Hayhurst married in 2020, divorced this fucking year, 2022. Like they just got divorced like a couple weeks ago. They got divorced while Pam and Tommy was coming out. <laughs> hey, so you know what? Lucky number seven. <laughs> Six times she's been married. Lucky number and, seven. And one guy she married twice. Hey, so maybe this Rick Solomon guy might go I for think a three-peat. Solomon was her. Oh, he was a poker player. Oh, Lord. So Tommy Lee, bad boy. Kid Rock, bad boy. Rick Solomon, gambler. <laughs> John Peters, hairdresser, oh, film Lord, producer. Jesus. And then Dan Hayhurst, I believe, was like her bodyguard. Oh. One of them was her bodyguard. Interesting. So she never got an accountant, huh? Never got an accountant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see the Baywatch movie, but she had a cameo in it. Still hot. The one from a few years ago. She's, yeah, I mean, for her 50s. She's in her 50s. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Good show, though. Good show. I liked it. All right. 
fan questions and comments. Let's pull this up. Uh, Jake Baker, will there be a best celebrity dick bracket? My vote is Tommy Lee or Willem Dafoe. I've not seen Willem Dafoe's dick. I do not want to see Willem Dafoe's I guess he showed it in a movie. No, thank you. I have not seen that movie. So is the bracket only I think it's called the... um, William Defoe's Goblin, right? Is that what it is? <laughs> Which is this cock? Yeah. Bobby the Mork Soydam, uh, uh, the main girl from Reacher. Willa Fitzgerald is the main girl from the, from Scream, the TV show. But if you had to rate Reacher 1 out of 10. 2.53. Wow. Why is it that high? <laughs> it's not a 1, but it's it's not a 5. It's not even average. Yeah. It's under. It's below average. Amir, if you guys didn't like Reacher, I Bobby, su- please tell me what you think about it. Okay. I'd like to know. Amir, if you guys didn't like Reacher, I suggest Banshee because it's what Reacher kind of tried to be but couldn't. Also, who can play the best Batman from guys in WWE or AEW? Mm. Well, Brock Lesnar would be Bane. It would be Bane. Best Batman. Yeah. That's tough. Mm. I mean, John Cena is an easy answer because he's actually a good actor. He plays a good peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Randy Batman. Orton? <laughs> you know who'd play the best old Batman? The Undertaker. Well, for sure. <laughs> I mean, Randy Orton would probably do Batman well, and he could... I don't know. That's tough, man. <laughs> Fucking wrestlers. It's me, Penguin. The Batman. No? Randy Orton as Penguin? No, it's Randy Orton. He's saying, as the Batman, it's me, Penguin, the Batman. No, that's not what Batman no? says. No? Okay. S. Thorne, not having watched the show, the Reacher books are good. In that, he is described as very large. It doesn't talk much, which, sound, which sounds closer to the show than Tom Cruise. Keep up the great work. I get it. That, 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 could, work for right. a, that, that could work for a book, but it can't work for a TV show where you're the main character. Right, and you don't have to make the book word for word for the movie or for the TV show. It's an adaptation. Yeah. You know, you try to make it entertaining for the audiences. It was not entertaining, at least for this audience. Mario Rizzo, you guys planning on a Heels review? Just finished it. Gotta admit, not bad. Wild Bill shitting his pants turned that show from a 7 out of 10 to a 9 out of 10. I assume Wild Bill is CM Punk. Because he actually shit his pants on SmackDown once. I, I might check it out. The problem is I don't have stars. So it's on stars. I think it's on stars. But you know, if it ever comes out like on Netflix or you know, Amazon or something like that, or something that I can find, I probably would watch it. Again, I watched enough wrestling. <clears throat> I liked Glow. Glow like was half good. of it. Glow was but then it got canceled. First season was good for sure. Jason Deere with Superman, Batman, Doctor Strange, Venom, Quicksilver, Craven, Vision, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Loki, Doctor Octopus, Wong, Adam Warlock, two out of the three Spider-Man, and way more, all being British actors. What do you think the reason is? Do American actors demand too much? Hmm. No. Good question. Maybe it's just they want their voices to sound original. Yeah. Because when a British person's doing an American accent, it's it'll sound American-y, but a little different. It'll be unique in a way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's just more actors not from America that are better. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. 
Who's an American question? actor that could have played Batman? Well, Ben Affleck did, but <laughs> no, well, who hasn't played him yet? <laughs> right? Yeah, because Christian Bale was British, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, like right now, like you know, a guy in his thirties. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, certainly not Zac Efron. I'm gonna ponder that, and we'll, we'll, we'll revisit that next week. Yeah, some good American actors. I guess because I kind of want to figure that out too. Leo's too old. Good American. Yeah, he's too old. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with South Park, but in my opinion, hasn't been that good. What do you think? So, first two episodes were like, yeah, whatever. Um, I think I mentioned it last week or the week before that the real, the one about real estate, where Car- Cartman be- Cartman's mom becomes a real estate agent and Cartman's pissed, oh, so Lord. he becomes a real estate agent too. No. It's actually really good. Like that one is actually really good because it's just Cartman versus his mom, and those are always great episodes. I I saw the spoof about the uh, the transgenders at athletes. I thought that was pretty funny. That was not this season. Oh, that was not this season. No. Oh, okay. I, I didn't watch last season, so I didn't know. I just saw it go the clip going around. Maybe because the Olympics was relevant or something like that. that's why it was going around. Well, and it went around in wrestling too because Ma- he looked like he was basically Macho Man, macho man. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, that's all for fan questions and comments, so make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HollywoodHogPod. Subscribe to us at YouTube, youtube.com slash HollywoodHogWashPod. And uh, we still have a couple weeks till Moon Knight comes out, so we need to fill... We need some filler. So the Adam Project's out. That's a big, big Netflix movie. Okay. We could probably do that. Or any other suggestions from uh, you, the fans, let us know. We could watch Reacher again. Go fuck yourself. Yeah.